0: That lesson I got from my dad in that moment impacted my life for the rest of my life. I, I probably hold that principle and key even to this day, whenever I'm ministering or preaching or mentoring or any of the sort, uh, is if this is all I have, then this is all I give. Uh, and and trust that the Lord gave me what I was supposed to give. Uh, and it freed me. I, I never had another from now for the next couple of years. After that, <laughs> I would preach messages and they would be short. I know there are some people that are wishing I was still like that, <laughs> but uh, they would be so short. I mean, 10 minutes max oh, and I'm done. I'm out of here because uh, I have just came and told y'all what I felt like the Lord said. My next message after that was called the clock is ticking. Never get it. Uh, preach at my same church at the time. And then uh, we were Kojic. Uh, my family was Kojic, grew up Kojic. And the message was so impactful to the congregation. And my uh, pastor at the time was uh, really close friends. His, actually, his spiritual father uh, was our district superintendent. Uh, so when it was time for convocation that year, uh, he had asked that I do that message again at convocation. Because uh, what we used to have, and I don't know if they still do it or not, but at convocation, there was a fine arts uh portion of convocation and i got to preach during the fine art section of convocation that year the message the clock is ticking uh and it was short all i did was write out exactly what i felt like god said but i never had any anxiety or issues about uh the stuttering problem or how short the message was because if this is all i have then this is all i can give That's good. That is such a good testimony. Um, can you, well, what? Uh, another question I had, but I guess it would be this or or may not, you may not see this as this uh, question or the answer you just gave, but I was going to say, can you share a significant turning point or moment in your life that had a profound impact on your personal growth and development? Ooh. I have several that are just running through my mind right <laughs> now. I'm trying to pick which one I want to talk about. Uh that have been impactful on my I will say I'll talk about one of the the early ones. Uh as a kid again, I I started following Christ at a young age. Um and so he was real to me and then when I got in church it became God is real, but the way he expresses himself is through church. And the way that we can see him and experience him is through church. Uh, and so from uh, the bulk of my life up until about my teenage years, that was my concept of God. I knew that I could pray to him and he would bless my life and he would, you know, favor me and do all these things. But it, it, it God was stuck in this church box uh not necessarily invading every part of my life. It was it, like he's not in every part of my life, but he can touch every part of my life, uh, was the the concept I had. Um uh, my parents got a divorce and we moved about an hour away and uh we joined this church called Whole Life Ministries, uh, where the pastor is Dr. Sandra Kennedy. And uh she is today still my spiritual mother, but one of the things that she imprinted on my life changed my life forever was we started going to this church and she started teaching i never forget one of the first series and and she used to do series that went for like months <laughs> uh months teaching on on a, a topic and the the first series that i encountered of hers uh was a series called faith and righteousness uh, and anybody that listens to me now, y- you're going to hear that series come out of me at at any point in time in my life, uh, just because it so radically changed my life. But she and she taught this for eighteen months. Eighteen months. I'll never forget it. Uh, eighteen months because we we came to the church, um, during the latter part of the summer, and she was teaching the series the rest of that year, and then the entire next year. Uh, faith and righteousness, just the fact that I, that we are the righteousness of God, and how do we become righteous, uh, and how do we stay righteous, and how all of it is by faith, totally changed my life uh, and perspective, but what it did for me, outside of just teaching me that I am the righteousness of God, for the first time, what changed my thought of God, and my paradigm of God, was that God wanted to be involved and God had a plan and God was intentional about wanting to be involved in every part of my life. It didn't matter what area of life it was. It didn't matter if it was my heart. It didn't matter if it was my fears. It didn't matter if it was any emotions I had, any thoughts I had anything that i wanted to be or wanted to do or wanted to grow in that god wasn't just sitting in heaven and going to extend his hand and going to bless it and change it and open it up but that god wanted to walk with me in every area of my life and it it totally changed my relationship with god uh from that series uh that i don't i'm not praying to god as if he's away from me and and that I'm expecting him to extend his hand. But he is walking with me in a real way. That even if I'm in school, if I'm at a park, if I'm at a concert, God wants to be involved in my life and has a plan for being involved in every area. Uh, and, and the reason he made me righteous was so that he could live with me. Uh, totally changed my life. Totally changed it. And, and again, I have been walking with the Lord as a kid, loving God, loving church but again it was loving god and loving church was so intertwined that i i i didn't know how to separate the two but through her life and her teaching in that series i learned that even outside of church he really could be intricately involved in my life uh and and not from a distance but from walking with me totally changed my life okay another question you think we can get it in? We're gonna try. Okay. All right. <laughs> this sh- this one shouldn't be too long. What okay. values or principles? What values or principles do you hold dear and try to live your life by? Great question. Um, <laughs> number one is probably an overarching theme. Uh, I I can think of conversations I've had with my friends, and they're like, Ricky, what? But it is, a, it is a principle of my life, and that is to always walk in love. Uh, the Bible says that I can't get anything from God, and I can't get anything out of the kingdom uh, unless I do it by faith. So faith is my secondary one, but the Bible also says that faith worketh by love. So I know that my faith will not be as powerful and potent as it needs to be if my love life is not where it needs to be. And so that is probably one of the the fights the aims, the standards uh, that I have for my life. That is number one, I want to walk in love. And and the thing about it is I've had countless times where I have not. I have countless times where I look back over something I said or something I did or the way I handled this. And I'm like, ah, oh, that wasn't that that wasn't in love. And if it wasn't in love, then it didn't reveal Jesus. And it's the whole purpose of my life. The whole purpose of my life is that somebody meets me and meets Jesus that somebody hears me and they hear Jesus. That's that's the whole intent for my existence. And so for me, when I find myself in situations and and places and things where I am not exhibiting the love of God, my heart is convicted. I mean, I it is a real conviction. And I there have been times in my life where I have repetitively not walked in that love. And 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 if people saw me in my prayer time, I mean, I am screaming, crying out to God, like, why help me get this right? I'm sorry for not representing you. Uh, but love definitely is, is a number one value.